Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, REMAX Metro Eastside. And Eric Austin is here from HomeBridge Financial Home Mortgage. Happy weekend. Happy weekend. How are you doing, mister? Doing good. It's been a busy summer so far. Mm-hmm. Every mm-hmm. weekend seems to be packed full of stuff to do. Oh, gosh, had a, yes. Had a nice weekend, a mm-hmm. semi-boating thing. Uh, went and anchored the boat back behind Blake Island, spent the night. Mm-hmm. Then got up at oh dark thirty mm-hmm. and ran over, did some salmon fishing, got some nice fish I in the boat. I you were uh, texting me photos of your wife, and you said you had like three in the bag or we something did. like that. Three in the box. She was yeah. pretty happy about that. And oh, what yes. a what a I mean the, the Northwest, you just can't beat it in the summertime. It's just so beautiful. We're, oh, we were so blessed, gorgeous, gorgeous to live where gorgeous. we live. Yes, yeah. I am a big fan of it. I've been uh, getting out. Um, not just on my boat, but also for anyone who's been going over to Woodenville. Mm. Uh, of course, summertime, they've got, you know, concerts over at Chateau Saint-Michel. Mm-hmm. I've yes. been to a concert there. And there's also live music at a lot of the different wineries. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So I just went to Patterson Cellars on Friday nights. They usually have uh, live music at their little outdoor patio area nice. and stuff, yeah. which is really, really nice. Great little restaurant next door and another um, another winery kind of shared space with mm-hmm. them, right? Yeah. yeah. And then um, actually a good friend of mine who just bought War King Winery has a show that he's doing at his winery coming up as well. So um, and he's, so he's in a band, he's a sax player. He used to, he used to be yeah. part of page sellers and now it's war King winery that he bought. Oh, um, nice. yeah, his parents sold page and he went out on his own and he'd already been, you know, becoming his own winemaker, but, um, yeah. Oh my gosh. So I've become a member now over at war King also, and just really, <laughs> yeah. And that's over in the, um, in the warehouse district. Oh, right. Woodenville, right. right? Yeah, so there's like yeah. different pockets that you can go to for wine, you know, throughout. So if you are new to the area and like wine, definitely a place you need to go and visit oh, is go to Woodville. There's yeah. all kinds of wine tours going on, wine tastings available, lots of cool stuff. We've even done, uh, you know, classes there. We have, yeah, certain wineries. We yes, have, they've opened up their cellars for us to run classes. Mm-hmm. I stopped by uh, Sam Michelle Winery uh, last week, and just to pick up some stuff. And uh, told them I was really sorry. I'd like to buy the winery, but I didn't bring my checkbook with me. Of course, they are up for sale. Oh, that's right. Sam Michelle's on the market. Uh, price not disclosed, but that's mm-hmm. 117 acres of prime real yep. estate. I really hope they keep the venue there. It's such I a great too. place to go to a concert or just to hang out. It's a My, beautiful spot. I would guess that whoever purchases it, that's part of the revenue stream that they're going to be purchasing. Mm-hmm. Right? I sure hope so. Yeah. I would think so. I mean, the winery itself is great, but that as an attraction and right. what it does for their brand and all the other things that are there, I, I would assume someone's probably going to be looking at it. kind of similar to how they would purchase a resort. Yeah, let's hope so. Fingers crossed. Yeah. You know, and one of the reasons that Sam Michelle decided to sell is they were still processing wine there, but they have to truck mm-hmm. the grapes over from Eastern Washington. Yeah. And they were spending half a million dollars this year just on fuel. Uh, just to to ship those those grapes over with the, our you know doubling of the fuel costs. Yes, I think um, I think people are going to get some surprise. We've been talking. Well, you know what? This kind of leads into our conversation today mm-hmm. because the last several weeks we've been talking about what inflation has been doing mm-hmm. to the housing market, 
and to just the economy in general, right? right? And so, you know, you you brought up last week about gas prices that are going to be going up over time because we're going to go all electric here in Washington State, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, your wine. In fact, St. Michelle making that decision, they're not the only one. It's not just fuel prices, but also wineries that were impacted through COVID Mm -hmm. and their ability to continue to do business. Uh, There was a 60 Minutes episode where they were talking about the decimation uh, just by climate change and what's happened to France. Mm -hmm. But a local company here called, uh, and I say local because John Steinberg, who has run it locally, Hand of God Wines, Mm -hmm. which I've been a member of for years, is closing. And that's because COVID-related, they couldn't service the fields for a couple of years down in Argentina. Mm-hmm. And so what was an amazing winery. Yeah, I really like um, that. Yeah, yeah, me too. Oh. Uh, so I'm super sad, but they have now shut down. Oh. So they are finalizing all of their inventory. So, you know, it, we're seeing changing of hands. People are, you know, people are having to look at different economics of it. So my guess is, you know, those wines are going to become much more expensive over time because it's going to have to show mm-hmm. up. Right. right. It's going to have to show up somewhere in the pricing the rarity. And we used to talk a lot in the wine industry that, you know, a big chunk of like really high priced wines is mostly marketing. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, once right. you get above like a $20 bottle, 20 to $40 max, you know, mostly it's just marketing, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, or a certain style that is just a preference, you know, that kind of mm-hmm. thing too. Yeah. Um, but like what you're describing with say Michelle, I think we're just going to see, in general, hobbies like that. I mean, because that's what basically wine is. It's, mm-hmm. it's oh, a for hobby sure. for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's going to, you know, go up. Right. It will. It's going to go up. Yeah, it But will. that's why on today's show, we're going to be talking about different things about how you can help make sure your housing prices don't necessarily have to go up as much, or at least your cost for that housing. Because I know you right. want to talk about a product you have available. I do, yeah. So we're going to get to that, but do we want to talk about the market in general sure. first? Yeah, let's let's give a real quick update on on the mortgage markets and interest rates. Yeah. What's going on with all of that? Um, last week was uh, well, the week before we got consumer price index, it came in um, you know smoking hot at nine point one percent for the month of June. Last week it was the producer price index, which mm-hmm. is a leading economic indicator. I've talked about this before in the mm-hmm. show that. Essentially, it's the price that, that manufacturers pay for goods and components, their raw materials. And, uh, and it's a reflection of, of prices that we're going to pay as consumers fairly shortly down the road, assuming mm-hmm. that the manufacturers pass that cost along, which right. they're going to do as much as they possibly can. Well, the producer price index, PPI, came in at a blistering 11.3%. So... The, the consumer price index, you know, if you look at the, the components of that, uh, food up 10.4%, energy up 42%, wow. gas yeah. up 60%, used cars mm-hmm. up 7.1%. That's due to, mm-hmm. you know, our supply chain oh, yeah. issues. Uh, now, this is an interesting. Rents um, nationally up 5.8%. Which we both kind of disputed. That's nationally, yeah. though. Because it's like twelve percent here, right? Exactly. Yeah. And, and well, and actually, CoreLogic just uh, released a, mm-hmm. a, a report. They run a, a month behind, so for May, they have rents up fourteen percent. Okay. You know, nation, yeah. Nationwide, which sounds a, a bit more, okay. 
you more know, realistic, likely, actually. You know, re- realistic to, to what we're expecting. Yeah. Uh, you know, so these, now the thing about both PPI and CPI, these are 12 month rolling averages. So let's take CPI for instance. Right. So every every month, we throw away the the index for uh, from a year ago and add mm-hmm. the the previous month's index. So right. it's a twelve month rolling average. Well, the indices last summer were relatively benign, 0.5%, percent, I think for for um, June, July, and August. So we're going to be replacing a relatively low um, index. From, the, from a year ago with a extremely high index for the current months. Yeah. So over the summer, we can expect the CPI to continue increasing, and I would not be surprised if within a few months it's up over 10%, which yeah. we haven't seen since the 70s. Wow. So what do you think's next? Well, last week what happened, yeah, let's just have to do the financial markets and your mortgage rate. Mm-hmm. Um, last week, the, the, the speculation was that the Federal Reserve – Open Market Committee, which is meeting on again on July 26th and 27th, uh, that they would increase rates. We know they're going to increase rates at their next meeting. Yeah. We were thinking a half to three quarters of a percent. Well, then the speculation went from three quarters to one percent, which right. would be almost yeah, unprecedented. People, yeah. And um, but then over the weekend, last weekend, there was some whispering to a couple financial reporters. Some whispering. Some whispering. Okay. Maybe we won't go up a percent probably just going to go up three quarters of a percent. Okay. So that's the speculation. Now that calmed the the markets down a little bit, you okay. know, this, this week. And, uh, and so, because although it, it shouldn't have, you know, actually I was almost rooting, I hate to say this, but I was almost rooting for a 1% hike because when the fed hikes rates, it shows that they're serious about battling inflation. Right. And the only way we can really at this point battle inflation because the genie's out of the bottle mm-hmm. is by slowing down the economy. Right. The fed's trying to walk that tightrope between causing the economy to crash or throwing us into a hard recession mm-hmm. versus a soft landing. Right. And uh, right now, you know, the odds are we'll, we'll be in a recession. We might already be in a recession. Mm-hmm. First quarter. Yeah, most people don't even know if we're in it until we're already past. It's not, a, yeah, it's, it's not starting. official until yeah. the uh, Council until of Economic Advisors declares right. it. But, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I think most likely we'll, we'll, we are already probably in a, in a recession. Uh, but the, the market, so they, they, they kind of were okay with, with that whispering over the, the weekend. Um, the the market remained relatively stable for you know for the week. So mm-hmm. here's where we're at right now. The national okay. average is thirty year fixed rate mortgage, five point seven two percent, up just slightly from from last week. Mm-hmm. Fifteen year fixed rates four point nine seven percent, flat from last week. FHA and VA thirty year fixed rates five and a quarter percent, flat from last week. Uh, jumbo 30-year fixed rates 4.83 percent, up a little bit um, from last week. Mm-hmm. 5-1 ARM 5.44 uh, percent. ARMs are going to disappear here. Uh, adjustable rate mortgages are shorter term. Arms are shrinking. They're yeah. getting <laughs> arms are shrinking. <laughs> Wait, Sorry. I have no arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can't okay. give you an arm. But the reason adjustable rate is is going to pretty mm-hmm. much disappear is that our yield curve mm-hmm. is officially inverted now. Yeah. Uh, meaning that shorter-term securities are actually paying a higher interest rate, short, shorter-term bonds, mm-hmm. high, paying a higher interest rate than longer-term bonds or upside down. Right. So there's no incentive for a shorter-term loan right. because it would have a higher rate than a longer-term loan. Right. And uh, 
every time that we see an inverted yield curve, we are not too far out from being in a recession. So right. another indicator of, of what's going on with that. So many Lots indicators, if you're paying attention at least, right? Right, right. Okay. Well, well when we get back, we're going to talk about what are some steps mm. that people can take to, uh, you know, find loan products that help them kind of do better than what we just walked through. Absolutely. Yeah. Temporary, maybe. Yes. Yes, exactly. More on Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back. I'm Eric Ozes here from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. And Reba Hass from Team Reba. Thanks for listening in. We're here every Saturday at 2 o'clock. And Sundays at 3. And always on podcast. And depending on what station you're listening to us on, if you're on AM 1590, at the beginning of August, we will be traveling right on over to AM 1300. That's right. We're, We're actually on both back. right now. Yes, we are simulcast on both. That's mm -hmm. why I'm saying depending on which one you're on. <laughs> gotcha. Right? If you're already on AM 1300, you're already hearing us. Mm -hmm. But if you're on AM 1590 and you want to stay with us, they're doing the transition at the beginning of August. Mm -hmm. August 2022. So just know that uh, you're going to get your awesome real estate and mortgage content on the other, I can't say new station because we're going back to AM right. 1300. That's where we started seven years ago. That's right. AM 1300 KKOL. Yes. 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 Now it's so, AM but it, 1300 but The Answer. Yeah. They're mm. like blending the two. Right. <laughs> we're going from 1590 The Answer to 1300 The Answer. So, exactly. Yeah. But anyway, so we're going, going back home, so to speak. Here we go. But speaking of homes mm. and buying homes, mm -hmm. we've alluded a little bit to some options right with with the the interest rates driving quite a few people out of the market yeah because that's the thing that we want to talk about is mm -hmm. like you're saying hey we're you know possibly already in that recession definitely working towards that if we're not already there mm -hmm. um and you're saying that you know by raising interest rates in general they're you know trying to tamper down the inflation. Mm -hmm. But what typically happens is when people start seeing this, not only do you start feeling more of the pain in your pocketbook, but also fear kicks in. People hear those words and they become afraid. Right. And so when most people become afraid, the number one thing they tend to do is to just kind of freeze mm -hmm. and stop whatever it mm -hmm. is that they're doing. Because right. we know of fight, flight, but there's also freeze. And actually when it comes to things like economics, that's where most people go. Right. Right. They just sure. kind of stop. And, and we've seen that because we're going to go over these numbers a little bit later, but we talked about it in last week's show too. The time on market to sell a home right now has gone up mm -hmm. because a bunch of buyers went, er, no thanks. Right. Partly because the affordability thing kicked in, but also just in general, the fear, because probably the number one question I get all the time is like, so how's the housing market? Mm -hmm. What's going on in housing? Are houses still selling? And and I keep having to tell people, like, yes, they're still selling. Like, I, I've had numerous new client meetings over the last two weeks where it's the number one thing that we have to go over before we can really get into the meat of everything else that we're talking about. Because it's like, exactly. yes, there's still buyer activity. Yes, there's still seller activity. We're actually at the height of seller activity right now because it's summertime. Right. 
Yeah, absolutely. And you can look back year over year over year over mm-hmm. year. And every summer, you know, June, July, August, it yeah. sort of peaks in August. Yeah, May. It starts in May. Mm-hmm. May, June, July are the peak months for going on with sales closing through August. Sure. Because a lot of times people are doing that in the summer because they've got kids going back to school in September. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. And, you know, the flowers are out. The yard looks nice. Yeah. It's just a great time to list right. a home. Mm-hmm. And then the inventory, we would expect to drop back down come mm-hmm. September, October, yeah. as we get into the winter months. Yeah. Yeah, this is normal. Yeah, and we've even said on this show before that your ability to sell is actually pretty strong in the fall and the winter Mm -hmm. because there is less inventory on market. So the people who are looking are generally quite serious. Right. So for the summertime, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's typical, you know, supply and demand issues that come up. And Mm -hmm. right now, you know, I'll do these numbers here in a little bit, but there's definitely way more listing activity than there is pending sales happening right so but let's get let's get to the idea of like so if you're a buyer and you're thinking to yourself like man there is inventory available but i'm worried about these interest rates what the heck do i do right so here's one thought and this this is a a program that we've sort of resurrected from you Mm -hmm. know back when rates were higher and and Mm -hmm. we had to be a bit a bit more creative yeah and I'll, i'll use a perfect example because you've got a lovely little listing down in auburn Yes, I do. And that one's listed at 725000 Yes. And, and it's a great house. And you've got it's a... It's only nine a, years old. Perfect. And you've got a seller willing to contribute some money mm-hmm. towards some closing costs, I think, right? Yes, uh, no? That's my other two listings that oh, we've okay. got right now. Okay. Maybe not this one. But okay. not at well, the moment, no. Let's talk that through. Yeah. Uh, because the program uh, that we're talking about is what's called a 2-1 buy-down. Mm-hmm. And the way a 2-1 buy-down works is that we give you an interest rate that is, well, let's say the prevailing rate is 5.75% for mm-hmm. 30-year fixed rate. We just talked about that right. in the last segment. So what this program does, in the first year of your loan, instead of being at 5.75, you're at 3.75. In the second year, the rate would go to 4.75. And then in years 3 through 30, you'd be at the regular rate, 5.75%. So, so you're artificially low initially. Uh, let me translate that into English. For this um, $725,000 home, assuming you mm-hmm. put a 20% down payment, your regular rate, your regular payment at 5.75% would be a, about $4,100 all in, including property taxes and homeowners insurance and all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but using a 2-1 buy-down, the payment would be $3,316. So, Wait, say those again? Yeah. So instead of 4103, mm-hmm. I can pull out my calculator here, you'd be at 3316. So there's That's significant. A, That's about 800 eight, $787. Yeah, close. So for the first year. Yeah. So then in the second year, the 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 rate's going to go up a percent. So instead of 3.75, you're going to be at 4.75 and then your payment's going to be a little over uh, shoot about 3800. So still about three hundred dollars less than than mm-hmm. what you would normally uh, be paying. So the uh, the the logic behind this program or the idea behind it is is that um, you you get in with a lower payment to start with. Mm-hmm. It gets you in the home, you know, something that's affordable. The idea would be to wait until interest rates cycle back down. Mm-hmm. If we are correct and we go into a recession, interest rates will follow. Interest rates are going to follow the economy. And so as the economy slows, rates will go down. At that point, refinance. 
And one thing that we do that, that Home, Homebridge does that may, I believe is pretty unique to the industry is the, the money used to, to buy down this rate. Essentially, uh, there's a cost to this, and the cost must be borne by the seller. So the seller would need to contribute you know, to, this, to this program. They have to. They have to. That's okay. a requirement. And, uh, but that money goes into uh, essentially a reserve account. If, uh, if you refinance in less than that two-year period where you have that reduced interest mm-hmm. rate, any money that's left over that's been subsidizing that lower interest rate just gets credited back towards your, the payoff of your loan. So you don't lose okay. anything you know, from it. Hmm. The the cost of that buy down is about two and a quarter percent, roughly. It's it varies depending on the loan amount and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so roughly about two and a quarter percent, two and a quarter points, and uh, and essentially what's being done is you're prepaying interest. Is, is that of the purchase amount of or the loan, loan amount, amount of the loan amount? Okay. And, and my numbers were assuming a twenty percent down payment on a seven hundred twenty five thousand dollar purchase. So we got a loan amount of about five eighty. It'll vary a little bit, but the the overall concept. Is is that you get an interest rate that that is temporarily mm-hmm. below market? You know, two percent in the first year below market, one percent in the second year below market, mm-hmm. and then you go to market rate for years three through thirty. If you kept it, if you kept it that long. Let me throw something else in there on that though, because yeah. you you picked one of my listings um, of the three we have active. Of course, you picked the one that didn't have the the buyer bonus. Uh, but I'm laughing. That's okay. But but here's the thing. We actually priced that value priced. And mm-hmm. when I say that, it was we were looking at, because remember we had talked on a prior show, one of my clients, like we have appraisers still catching up with what the market was doing with yes. all of those you know, bidding wars. Mm-hmm. So my clients and I priced their house at what we deem a value price. It's not super low, but it's also not at the high end of the range. Mm-hmm. So this could even still potentially work for them if someone wanted to put this amount because two and a quarter percent um, or two and a half percent uh, on a five eighty is fourteen five. Two and a quarter, yeah, two and a quarter. Roughly. Oh, two and a quarter. Okay, yeah. but okay, so a little bit less. A little so, thirteen thousand dollars. But like yeah. an, an additional ten to fifteen thousand dollars above what my asking price is on that house would be very possible. Exactly. So to go through on appraisal so right now. That would be a, another part of this strategy is the seller says, you know, cool, I want to sell it to you. The price mm-hmm. is, you know, seven twenty five, but I'm not paying any closing costs. Right. You say, fine. What if we increase the price mm-hmm. of the home you yeah. know, by thirteen thousand dollars and then you pay the closing costs? Right. Yeah. And as long as the property will appraise for that higher price, um, it's a win win because mm-hmm. your your client gets this reduced interest rate. Seller gets their same net proceeds. Everybody's right. happy, and yeah. uh, and the loan moves along. Now, when we qualify somebody for this type of program, we do not qualify you at the reduced interest rate. Right. We qualify you at the full rate. We're conservative about yes. that. And Unlike the old WAMU <laughs> like products. The old days. Yes. Well, right. Exactly. So I, I, I say that because it wasn't just, just WAMU. I know it wasn't it was, just them, yeah. but they're not around for anyone to get mad to at defend me themselves. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Because that because that product. Brought them down. It, um, it did. But it did. but that was back in the day of the pick a payment and you qualify. As long as you could qualify at the lowest amount, you could still well, get in. Right. Uh, and that's well, why this is good that this is more yeah. conservative because it's like, no, no, no. We want to make sure. Well, because remember, I mean, come on. I, you and I are both making faces at each other here in the studio. But the reality is you and I both came out of, you know, that great recession mm-hmm. and – 
you know, everyone was calling those the liar loans and all these, you know, mm-hmm. pick a payment, like all these, you know, low doc, no doc, liar loan, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of that was, you know, because there were some products where that was the way things were being done. We've also got a big change in how mortgage professionals are licensed because they actually are now. That's what I would hang most of the the blame on. It was unscrupulous lending mm-hmm. activity. Yeah. Uh, loans were stated income. Mm-hmm. Somebody, you know, he, we have, here's a taxi driver. Yeah. Okay, taxi driver. I want to buy this house. How much is the house? $500,000. Back in mm-hmm. 2008, that was a lot of money, It right? was. How much do you make? Well, how much do I need to make? Well, mm-hmm. for this house, you got to make uh, $8,000 a month. Yeah, I make $8,000 a month. Mm-hmm. All righty. You know, let's just yeah. write that down. And off we go. Did that mm-hmm. taxi driver really make $8,000 a month? No. Maybe not. And it, it, But it never got verified. Right. It never got verified. Right. And, then, and in this case, we have the ability to repay mm-hmm. requirements. We do. We must document your ability and to there qualify you go. for that loan. That is why this is still a safe bet. As long as you understand how the program works, mm-hmm. what the ramifications are, and that there is no guarantee that Eric Ozis is right about the future of interest rates. Right. They, you know, we think they're going to go down, but. Mm-hmm. Well, but that's the whole thing is like you're buying a house not just because of what the interest rate. You're buying a house because you want to get in, have your own place. There's so many other reasons behind it. This that's is just right. a better way to be able to do it. And yeah. the savings at the front end, save that to help you make your payments later. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And Eric Oz is here from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. So I felt like I didn't get a chance to finish what I was saying right before we went into this little break. Yeah. But people don't buy houses just because of interest rates. People no. buy houses because there's stuff going on in their lives or they need space or they, you know, their job. Like there's so many reasons what we're just trying to do is to make sure you have the most affordable options available to you. Right. And home prices tend to go up. Yeah. But interest rates tend to be cyclical. They go right. up and they go down. Yeah. So you can, you know, it's great if you can time it perfectly where everything's prices, mm-hmm. home prices are low and interest rates are low. But when does that ever happen? Right. You can't time the market. You can't no. time this either. But you can look at your best scenario situations mm-hmm. and create a good scenario for yourself. Right. Exactly. That's why we share this information so that you mm-hmm. even know it exists. Right. Exactly. Right. I can tell you right now, well, you I sent you that meme that was, that's going around right now showing like realtors from two years ago who just got in two years ago and they're like screaming and pointing at people. And there's another picture of like Xena, you know, warrior gal. And she's, that's for the realtors who've been in only, you know, eight years or less. And then there's the picture of uh, the gal from another television show where she looks calm and cool and she's got a martini. It says, you know, for the realtors who who worked all the way through the 0809 crash. You know? Right. And I was like, set that to you. And I'm like, got this. Because that's the whole thing I, I mentioned before, uh, I don't know, three shows ago or something like that, that I was talking to a, a new younger agent and they weren't aware of this thing called points. Right. Right. You know, so there has been a tremendous, um, you know, conversation starting to open up now for those of us who are familiar with this, 
to help our clients, right? Because loan products like this are great that you're talking about. The ability to even just buy down points in general is another great option, mm-hmm. right? Right. So uh, if I, I have a question for you. I was going to do a quick calculation for you and we'll, we'll, we can great. give you I, that. Yeah. I'm curious though, on this program, those um, what you're paying up front for the two-year stuff, is there also any other additional option of it dropping like the the top end more permanently or no? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, to a, to an extent, but there's part okay. of our fair lending laws, and and uh, there's what's called a high cap cost loan rule as well that says okay. really the maximum a lender can charge a borrower at this point is three percentage points, and that's okay. that's even if the seller's paying some of that cost. Gotcha. We really can't go over that. Okay. Uh, if we do, it becomes what's called a high cost loan, and most lenders are just not comfortable or willing to make that loan because it it increases our exposure to um, buybacks and lawsuits and and things gotcha. like that so it just won't happen okay so that's pretty much pretty much the the limit right now okay yeah that's a great question because um, that is the other option is is you can just take a regular loan and buy points you can mm-hmm. buy down your interest rate and as a general rule it varies Right now, it's all over the board based on a person's credit score, the loan amount, the amount of the down payment, the type of property, mm-hmm. the location of the property, all that. But but as a general rule, one point, one one point is one percent of the loan amount. Okay. So if you borrowed five hundred eighty thousand, one point is fifty eight hundred dollars, and one point will lower your interest rate a quarter percent. Like if we looked at this lovely little uh, listing mm-hmm. you have in Auburn at seven hundred twenty five thousand. Yeah. If you put 20% down, uh, you know, if you went from 5.75% and paid a point down to 5.5, mm-hmm. you'd lower your payment about $92. You'd go, without counting mm-hmm. taxes, insurance, all that, from mm-hmm. about 3380 down to okay. 3290 And it's going to cost you $5,800. So is it worth spending $5,800 to save $92 a month? The answer is 63 months. Yeah. It's going to take you five years and three months at $92 a month to make mm-hmm. back those points, that $5,800 mm-hmm. you you spent. Right. Most people live in a house at least seven to nine years. They do. If not longer. The average life of a mortgage is about seven years. Mm-hmm. However, if we're at a, a high point with rates and we expect them to go lower and it's going to take you five years to break even, mm-hmm. do you really want to spend that money knowing you might not keep that loan five right. years? That's a that's a question. I don't think there's a right answer to that one, no. but that's something to consider. And 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 it goes on like it's it's linear. So let's say we we want to pay. I don't want to pay one point. I want to pay two points. Mm-hmm. So two points takes me from five point seven five. Let's say this is all hypothetical. Mm-hmm. So I haven't calculated APRs and all of that. But let's say it takes us from five point seven five down to five point two five. My payment's going to go from thirty three eighty down to thirty two hundred. It's, that saves me $183 a month. It's going to cost me two points or $11,600 mm-hmm. on that $580,000 loan. So is it worth spending $11,600 to save $183 a month? It's the same math. It's going to be five years, a little mm-hmm. over five years, five years, three months to break even before that $183 savings recoups right. the 11600 I had to pay to get that lower, lower right. rate. Now, when you're purchasing a home, though, any points you pay, they are tax deductible. It's essentially prepaid mm-hmm. interest. If you're refinancing a mortgage, 
not so lucky that that you can still right. deduct that, but you have to amortize it out over the life of the loan. So, okay. In that scenario, though, and you're saying, like, is it worth it to do it? Well, if you can get the seller to pay for it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you, it's out of your own pocket, you're going to have to really consider that. But well, if it is possible for you to negotiate, to me, it's a no-brainer. Absolutely. And if let, let's, let's assume you had the choice, do I want to have, have the seller pay those points? I'm going to buy down my rate. Two mm-hmm. points, let's say I'm going to save myself 183 bucks a month in this scenario, or reduce the price by the cost of that points eleven thousand six hundred dollars. Right. Almost always better to do your interest. Better rate. to pay the points because reducing mm-hmm. the price will will lower your loan amount a little bit. You might save sixty four dollars a month mm-hmm. rather than one hundred eighty three dollars a month. Right. So so you you get less bang for the buck by lowering the price. Mm-hmm. Than, than you do by, by paying points and lowering your interest rate. Yeah, It's all about the rate you know, when it comes I, to that. The number of people I have those conversations with that they're just like, wait, no, because they, they, they want to hammer. In fact, that's mm-hmm. one of the things is that we've been having on some of our clients' listings, people trying to come in and lowball offers. And we're like, you know what? We're happy to have other conversations with you, but we're not, we're not going to have that conversation. Yeah, like that, if we're, if we're value priced, if we're priced appropriately for our market area, we're not, we're not even interested. Yeah. And other people like, like Hey, you want to talk about a $10,000 buyer bonus? Maybe we can discuss that, mm-hmm. but we're not talking, taking $50,000 off the price for you. Right. Like it's not going to happen. And, and when I'm illustrating the financial side of that, I always like to give side by side comparisons. You know, here's three different three or four scenarios where we can look at here's a buy down mm-hmm. or here's uh, a loan with no points, here's a loan with points. Yeah, uh, we can play around with the down payment amount, but I always like to give a side by side comparison. And then be- because just like you're driving your car right now, we're talking numbers on the radio. You're like, mm-hmm. you know, don't yeah. drive off the right. road. Um, you know, I, I want to illustrate that in a way that's easy to see and easy to read and easy to understand. And yeah. this is a fairly complex concept. Oh yeah. You know, so it is. It, it's um, so it's worth. Well, let's, I'll just put this out there. It's worth someone calling you, isn't it, Eric? It's worth yes. someone giving you a call. Funny how, about that. How should they give you a call? You can reach me uh, anytime. Just call me 206 915 Eric, 915 Eric with a C. That's 915 3742. You can email me, Eric at ericismybanker.com. Text me if you're going to call. I, I like your idea, Reva. Text me first. Say, "Hey, I'm calling about such and such." That way, I I, I know you're not a, a spam caller or something like it that. It helps. Yes, yeah, <laughs> it's a long lost relative in Uganda that uh, inherited twelve million dollars and needs my help to yes. free it up. You know that sort of thing. Well, and the thing is, is, we want to be able to answer you know your questions. We definitely appreciate all the listeners who who pay attention to what we're doing here on the show so you know we we don't want to miss because as many of us know about 50 percent of the phone calls we get right now are spam yeah you just never know yeah, yeah they I, do that I, spoofing thing so it looks like it's a local call exactly and, and i get so much of that throughout the day that it is hard to know and, yeah. and you and i both know that we we tend to pick up our phones all the time but it's yeah. even better when you actually know who's calling oh, for sure. yeah yeah because 
Even just on the yeah, way to the station, if, if, I had another one of those. Some guy called, and he's given me some line of baloney. He's like, hey, yeah, I'm calling you back. And I'm like, that is a marketing line. He's mm-hmm. like, what? No, you. I, last time I called you, you said you were driving, and this would be a better time to call you. And I said, really? Because that's weird, because right now is when I'm about to walk into my radio show recording. So I don't think, uh, actually, that that would be, <laughs> have been the case. I like, I don't like liars. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm terrible with marketing people. I'm just... I, I'm the worst person to market to because I have to market. Well, sure. There like, you go. You know, and I, and I don't like it when someone is calling me with some weird script. And speaking of, how can people reach you, Reba? Well, if you're going to text me first, <laughs> <laughs> now that I've said all that, uh, 206-457-2984 is a great number for me on calling, texting. Uh, you can also email us at info at teamreba.com. So that's I-N-F-O at teamreba, spelled R-E-B-A dot com. And uh, just a reminder, we're getting ready to pick a date for a class coming up in September. Mm, So if you want to pre-register or at least send your information of interest Mm -hmm. about the class, please go ahead and send us an email at info at teamreba.com and we will contact you when we have all of our particulars scheduled and ready to go absolutely we'll be talking about these concepts and a lot of just sort of life skills and yes lots of information on credit and how to make a winning offer mm-hmm. on a home and absolutely all the different yeah we'll be talking about available. the new market updates mm-hmm. and what that looks like oh, yeah. so yeah absolutely it's going to be they right. change uh, as the market changes they do we have to be flexible and mm-hmm. and uh, willing to adapt and to all these changes and be interpreting them and, mm-hmm. and hopefully giving good advice on what to expect down the road yeah, and in hopefully. the future yeah <laughs> hopefully good advice yes no actually we've got a little bit of experience yes, in this just a little exactly. bit exactly mm-hmm. so no i'm i'm looking forward to the next class because it will finally i mean dude 10 years Hmm. We've been in a seller's market for 10 years. Right. It was April 2012 yep. when those market numbers shifted. Mm-hmm. So it's been full on 10 years and a couple months. Right. Right. So this is the first time for buyers to really feel like not that you've got everything on your side, but you have so much more available to you and so much more choice. Those people who've been waiting, like, Now's really a great time because the rates are still, I mean, because if they do end up going up later on, you're mm-hmm. still at a good time. Absolutely. Historically, they're not that bad. No, they're not. Mm-hmm. You and I can prove that. So anyway. <laughs> we'll be right back. We got more Open House with Team Reba coming up. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. Merrick Osnes here from HomeBridge Financial Home Mortgage. And it's Reba Hass from Team Reba. And welcome back and thanks for listening in. We've been yes. doing this for about seven years and oh love goodness. every minute of it. Yes, 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 yes. I can't believe it's been almost seven years. Like it's, It feels like we've only been doing it a few years, I know. strangely I enough. I can't believe yeah. how quickly the time has flown. I and I don't think it's just because they keep switching the stations on us. No, <laughs> you're correct. <laughs> Like every three years, hey, we're gonna move. Guess you. what? We're gonna hey, guess move what? You're station. moving. Yeah. Yeah. We we move more often than most of our customers. <laughs> <laughs> but we're average. Yeah. 
That's scary. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, no, I mean, I'm saying like every three years. Absolutely. Like, right? Yeah. right. So be sure you're listening. If you're, if you're listening on 1590, be sure and flip over to AM 1300. And um, as I understand it, I believe since we're being simulcast, I believe we're at the same days and times. We are. So there you go. Saturdays at two, Sundays at three. Mm-hmm. If anybody, you know, so here's the other thing that's kind of fun that yeah. the 1590 folks probably don't know yet. Um, the 1300, one of the reasons they're switching us back over is because it has more power mm-hmm. and it reaches farther than we had prior. Right. So if you are, say, like right now I have a place up in Anacortes and in Oak Harbor and we're being told by the station that our show should now be heard from the Canadian border all the way down to Vancouver, Washington. That's right. And so if you are a listener of ours and you're, you know, taking a, you know, weekend or whatever to go to Oak Harbor, feel free to go check out my Airbnb up there. You know, it's <laughs> online and available. Um, but yeah, if you're heading to any of those areas, mm-hmm. you should be able to continue listening. So you could be in the car hoofing it down the road and not have to worry about whether or not you'll be able to listen on. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. You could be out Kinda on your boat. Thinking about that as you cruise past those for sale sites. And yes. And see our names and think, I need to call that person to maybe like, take a huh. look. That house looks interesting. I wonder what my payment might be on that. Yes, exactly. Hmm, who could you call? Yes, yeah, precisely. Exactly. So, you know, I'm actually, um, I'm excited because, um, you know, over the last few years that my my reach for my work has expanded too, because we have clients who are going further afield. Mm-hmm. And I have that happening. We're going to, we have a mutual client. Uh, yet again, I'm super excited to work with Jerem and his family again. Mm -hmm. And so we just did our uh, client intake call earlier this week. And so part of the discussion was what's going out on, you know, in the peninsula and some of the counties a little bit further out, because Mm -hmm. this time they went, they've been living in the city before Mm -hmm. and now they're looking to move outside the city area Mm -hmm. and be more in the country and try and get more land. And Mm -hmm. so we had a really great call talking about what they could afford and they were very pleased to see what was available to them right now. Um, So we'll be, we're looking at Kitsap, Jefferson, Skagit, Snohomish and Island counties, Mm -hmm. even as part of their reach. So you know, when we're out looking at houses, I'm going to be like, hey, let's, you know, you can get there, on. There are such a huge difference in price. I mean, if you're willing to, mm-hmm. to, to travel just a little bit further. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely. kind of insane. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping even as some of the mass transit stuff starts coming online further out, mm-hmm. you know, that yeah. it will hopefully help with some of the commute times too. But let's, um, when we're talking about um, how long it takes for something, let's start talking about the inventory. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because... The Northwest Multiple Listing Service, which is where all of us agents who are in the NWMLS membership. So that, uh, for for those of you listening, um, that is 26 of the state's 39 counties. Okay. okay. Yeah. So um, what they had in this report says at the end of June, there were 13,405 active listings of single family homes and condominiums in the total MLS database. Okay. That is more than double the inventory of a year ago when we had 6,358 listings. Wow. And it says it's the best selection since October 2019 when buyers could choose from 14,379 listings. Hmm. So 
what we have right now is a better selection mm-hmm. of properties available. Um, we still, you know, we said earlier in the show, it's still not necessarily a total buyer's market um, because we still have less than two months of inventory. Right, right. Generally speaking, right? So it's it's not that, you know, major balance, which is usually between four to six months or true buyer's market when we're six months or more. Right, right. right. In fact, actually my team, it was so funny when I was talking to them the other day, and we were discussing how, you know, because I have I have three really great listings right now. Mm-hmm. They're awesome properties. One of them is out on Beach Drive. It's 3717 Beach Drive Southwest, Unit 315. On market for $750. For that $750, we have a $10,000 buyer bonus available. Mm-hmm. And there is a special assessment on the building. So the $13,000 something um, cost for that special assessment is included in our price point. That's that cool condo that sits out on the piers over the water. Over the water. It's the only building of its kind. Super cool. Iconic building for West Seattle. Absolutely. Iconic for the the region, really. Mm -hmm. And so that wonderful unit is for sale. And um, that's listed at 750, like I said. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have all the documents. So if somebody's interested in that, I can get them all the resale certificates. We even had it pre-inspected. There's, you know, I mean, it's a very clean unit. I mean, she's only responsible for inside her own unit, mm-hmm. right? Because right. the building is taken care of by the association. But they're putting a new roof on. That's part of the assessment is they're putting on a new roof. Mm-hmm. And they're also then bulking up their reserves as well mm-hmm. from those funds, right? So you as a buyer would get the benefit of that. Uh, we also have a great listing up in the Bothell area that's only five years old. And it was uh, bought as new construction for my clients. It's on the market for $1.255 million. Mm-hmm. We have a $20,000 buyer bonus available nice. on that one. Yeah. So using like the product you were just discussing, that would be fantastic because there is a very large buyer bonus available you could benefit from that loan program, purchasing that particular unit. And since it's only five years old, the system's inside. And that's also pre-inspected. And you don't have any major cost of any maintenance coming up anytime soon. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. it's only five years old. Brand new building, practically. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's a, nice, that's a nice one. I remember that Yeah, property. beautiful house. Beautiful. It has all the, the things you would expect of uh, for today. Beautiful kitchen with quartz counters, Two and a half baths, four bedrooms, uh, you know, just well done, uh, great room space with a home office as well on the main mm-hmm. floor with a three quarter bath down. I think I said two and a half. It's actually, um, it's got three baths because it's mm. got a three quarter bath on the first floor also. Yeah, yeah. So if you if you had somebody who needed to have a first floor bedroom, you could also accommodate right, that, right? right? Or guest yeah. room, whatever. So great, great house, um, really tight knit community right across the street from elementary school. It's right there. Um, off of 180th in Bothell. So, and it's also super fast over to Highway 9. What I've found on commuting is if you're going east side, you can bypass most of the junk stuff going, uh, you know, off 526 and actually just jump over to Highway 9 down to 522 mm-hmm. and boom, mm-hmm. super easy. It's highway super- 9 is, is a great highway mm-hmm. until you hit Lake Stevens. 
and, and this is and this is south of Lake Stevens. Yeah, you're south of that. So yeah, you're, you're still south on, of it. You're on the good side. Of, there's just this about. You're not a, even to Snohomish. There's like about a three or four mile stretch on Highway Nine where it's just gridlock, and that's yeah, Lake Stevens. This isn't it. Let's not focus yeah, on the yeah. negative. I'm on mm. the positive side of that. No, <laughs> yeah, you're you're driving through beautiful uh, like farmland. Oh yeah, it's gorgeous it's up there. Absolutely yeah. gorgeous, yeah, right? Gorgeous. Plenty of coffee stands, all that kind of stuff yeah. on your morning. Took Kelly on the motorcycle up that way not too long ago. Yeah, it's absolutely gorgeous over there. So you know, you get some mountain views as you're driving along it's really mm-hmm. really nice so i and like i said back road to woodville there wine country's right there <laughs> it it's is. super close yeah super super close fact, i was can... actually surprised oh yeah well because when i when i sold the house to this client we were always coming from a different direction yeah so i never went that back route so but now that we have oh, it listed I've I've gone the back route several times because I kept checking my GPS for driving home and I was like, oh wow, it's showing me faster this way. I'm surprised. You can and go, then I drove and I was like, oh, you can I didn't realize the, I was so close. Oh yeah, the west side of the Snoqualmie Valley. Mm-hmm. It'll take you down uh, through Carnation and yeah, you know, Duval all very and just pretty, some gorgeous, gorgeous country yeah, down there. It's absolutely. Really so um, easy access to a lot of other stuff too because you're also close to Highway Two at that point. Mm-hmm. So if you're a skier and you want to get out to some of that a lot of great options and right. then as we also mentioned my auburn listing that's listed at 725 only go. nine years old similar kind of floor plan great room space four bedrooms two and a half baths and an office awesome and give us your email address again info at teamreba.com all right well, that wraps it up for us for another week we'll see you next week thanks for listening and